So right off the bat here, I want to uh, uh, introduce us, make sure that we are, everyone's aware, we're in Q&A portion right now where anything goes, so let's put the phone number up. Wow. Which is, three, <laughs> can't miss it, 360-447-8474. Anything that you got a question about from today's message especially, text it into that number. I'll get it here. I'll sort through them. We'll talk about them. It's going to be great. If you have questions about anything in general, just, you know, how to get to the church, you know, we'll ask those too. We'll answer answer those too. So yeah, whatever you That might be the want. one I can't answer. <laughs> I right. know how I get here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Uh-oh, Colin. Colin's having horrible problems. Oh, we need a church roadie. This we got to yeah. throw it out to the... <laughs> Colin forgot to snap his guitar case before he picked it up. Cool. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're scooching you. It's gentle. It's different. Okay, no chatting in the back there. It's picking up our microphones. Yeah. Oh, they stopped talking. That's, I know, I, I you don't hear a lot of, I think that would have uh, any impact. Uh, that. No, wait, it's coming back. Yeah, whatever, okay. Okay. Uh, jumping in, so yeah, so we're in Q&A and talking about today's message. Thy, uh, king, thy kingdom come, your kingdom come, Lord. Right, his kingdom comes first, love it, love it. Uh, moving into the LPG, so first off, yeah, we're, we're, we're mining the whole LPG, we're going all the way through yep. it. I love it, I love yep. it, this is great. Um, let me ask you right off the bat, was there anything this week that jumped out at you that changed? Because I, I like this too, it's like, um, how long have you, you been pastoring here now? Oh, good heavens, three decades? I don't know. Three decades. Let's see, I, I became senior pastor in 87, so that's uh, 90, no, in 97. In 97, 97. yeah. So 07, 17, so 23, <laughs> 23 <laughs> yeah. years. But yeah. I've been working here since 83, so what's that, 93, That 03, is a year 13, less than my age, because I was born in 82. 37. So, yeah. Been working um, here 37 wow. years, been senior pastoring, Okay, cool. So my, Why? My, my, my point is... Um, how old I am? Uh, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 104. No. <laughs> my, uh, some of these things, like I know that we've gone through the uh, Lord's Prayer... Uh, it's our third in, time. In is our third time through it in, yeah. in your decades? I would think yes, you would have gone through it Yes, I go through, through it, it like once a decade. <laughs> once a decade. It's come <laughs> around again. Um, but my, my first question then is, um, what has changed? I mean, like, have you... Was there something at this past? Because I, I see you do this. I see you look at something and then come back even a week later and go, what was I thinking? This is so different. Things are so crazy. So this well, past, Especially when something? you do something every decade, it's like, well, here's how I thought 10 years ago, and right. here's how I thought 10 years before that. And I know there are pastors, I ain't throwing stones, but uh, you know, they, they, they work for 10 years and then they just kind of recycle. I, I'm just, my whole thing is keep just keep putting the Bible inside. Keep putting the Bible inside. Mm-hmm. I'm not into the, you know, I'm done with the, reading the commentaries and what everyone else thinks and arguing and debating. I'm just, I'm done. I just want right. every word he's spoken, I want it in my heart. And so what happens as a result of that is, I go visit a message that I felt really good about even two years ago, three years ago, and I read it again, and I go, oh, but you, are, you don't know about this passage and this passage and this passage right. that, that tie in really well. And so this time, uh, and so I'll take the, I, I took both old messages, mm-hmm. took the best out of each one, looked at them, and I think, boy, it, it and, and each time it does this, it's like, it feels a little flat. It doesn't feel like it rises to where I want it to, to get. And so on this particular one, I just looked up every time the word kingdom was used. I started in uh, Daniel. And I went Daniel to Revelation. And 
only because I didn't have time to do all of them. This was 342. So I, I went and looked up all 342, read them, highlighted which ones made notes, then took those and uh, further grouped them and then printed those out and then mixed and matched and looked. And it was, I didn't realize uh, how much is said about the kingdom of God. Right. And that Jesus went throughout all the towns and villages preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And Jesus went saying the kingdom of God is at hand. And then he sent them out uh, to preach the kingdom of God. It's all, and, and how many different names there are for the kingdom. And then of course Revelation is the kingdom of the beast. And in the Old Testament is the kingdom of the house of Israel. Right. And then there's him taking a kingdom away and giving a kingdom to the saints of the most high. And and I also tripped into uh, just this wonderful realization that there are a lot more scriptures concerning the kingdom coming into our heart than I realized. You know, we have kind of the one or two fallbacks that we go to. But there's a lot in there. And that's where I strung uh, those ten yeah, together to I try guess, and show. And I didn't check because these are all New Testament, right? Mostly, yeah. yeah I think. So, yeah, yeah, in fact, are they all? Could you put, I mean, like, was there anything that you saw that oh, really sort of so highlighted that the kingdom oh. is within you in the Old Testament? Or was that Jesus sort of reading between the lines and helping us? No, there, like, especially in Daniel, when it talks about the kingdoms going to be taken away from them and given to a people who love him uh, something, something in their heart. And I went, oh, there it is. But, but I mean, like, because the going theory at the time, right, is like, oh, the kingdom right, here on right. earth, and we're going to conquer them look, with swords. I didn't look and, that deep in the Old Testament. I I mean, and well, and obviously Jesus, it's there somehow. I, it's but, there, and, but, and I don't think Jesus reads between lines. I think Jesus puts things together and goes, "Oh, well, you're just saying this, and no one saw it." Right. So I am confident. Line. line upon line, line upon line, thought on thought, thought on thought. Here a little, there a little, and so which we see examples in all the Gospels of and and Paul doing that constantly. So. If it ever looks like there's a new thought that Jesus is bringing in the New Testament, mm -hmm. look deeper. Right. Because he came to reveal and fulfill. And he came to show what no one saw. Yeah. And so when he says, hey, that kingdom is within, I wish I had more time. Because unless there's just an obvious scripture, it takes a lot of work to go figure out where Jesus pulled that but, from. Right, right. Because you know it's there. And at 342 was at my capacity <laughs> That's right. uh, this week. And it's hard to keep those. We've talked about that in the past, too. It's just hard to keep them all fresh in your mind. So you might be reading. I mean, the Bible is just long enough to be long. Right. Like right. just long enough where you can read through it and you go, what was that thing I read 400 pages ago? And you <laughs> might not have. So you got to do it again. And that's why he's like daily. It has to be your daily. And see, that's the thing about this. Once you understand certain scriptures you didn't understand before. Now, when you go read again, you are capable of seeing more than you could see before. Right, right. Yeah. Very cool. Um, somebody did but say... But I do like this, sorry, I do like this idea of uh, he stands at the door, our heart, and knocks. We open to him. He comes in and sets up his kingdom and we then enter into his kingdom within our own heart. Yeah. And all of a sudden that whole thing about, hey, and then you'll realize on that day that it is true. I'm in you and you're in me. And we're in the Father. Yeah. And the Father's in me. But it's kind of one of those uh, paradoxes. It's so hard for us because I go, well, but how does that, I can't go into a thing that's in me because I'm physical and it's right, tricky. Right, right. But, oh, I love okay. the Lord so and that's the way to do it. Oh, somebody just said, well, so when Bruce looks back at old messages, he, he sees that his hindsight is 2020 now. 
Uh, oh boy. Oh boy. Yes. No, that is that is very that's true. Uh, that joke is going to happen a lot, I think. We are we, we are is 2020. all <laughs> blessed with some In this case, hindsight. 2020 is hindsight. Yeah. Zinner right. hindsight. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, here's a question. Is there a wrong way to pray? I know someone who has a specific method of praying and told me I was praying wrong. Mm. I don't agree. I feel God hears us anytime we <laughs> we pay to him. I think there's supposed to be an R in there. <laughs> but, no, no. Right. Pay up. <laughs> but yeah. No, Jesus, no, that's good. If, if Jesus says, buy from me the, the uh, yeah. linen that doesn't get old. So, But you don't buy it with money. The yeah. thing you buy without money, you buy it with your heart. Right. And so, that's the answer. It's about your heart. If your heart is right, then there's no wrong way to pray. If your heart is wrong, there's no right way to pray. You can say the right words, and if your heart is wrong, God goes, eh, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. If your heart is right, you can pray the dumbest thing, and God goes, oh, isn't that sweet? It's like a, a child learning to talk. And they, I want me banana. And you go, did he just say banana? He wants a banana. This is awesome. And, and you, know, you can have your smart yeah. aleck going, yeah, I said, want me banana. That ain't correct English at all. Right. You're saying that wrong. That's what your friend's like. <laughs> but he's dad and dad loves that dad says want me banana you are so close you're doing a great right. job now, and I now you. your friend is right I'll give him this or her give them um this uh, we need to grow you don't want the kid to be 18 and still going, want, <laughs> want me banana, banana. mom so said far. that's right that's how he talks <laughs> and right. so you, if you're not growing, that's, sure. that's wrong. The not growing is wrong. The not practicing. Yeah. But again, that just kind of comes from an authentic heart because if you're, you kind of have to If you have an authentic heart, you're going to grow. Yeah. Just like, just like uh, realizing that I, I say, your kingdom come. I declare your kingdom come. And now I go, wait. No, your kingdom come. Yeah. Now I changed the way I said that. So is that the right way and the other was the wrong way? Well, this is a new way that sharpens my attention onto that. Mm -hmm. What about people that didn't hear this message and they're saying, um, your kingdom come. Great. That's how I used to say it. Right, right. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, reflection of the heart. Um, and this whole um, LPG series, I, th uh, I think, is great for exactly that, like the pitfalls of... Uh, check in your heart to see if you are praying correctly. This whole thing is just about the motivation of your heart. Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing this pause person? What are they? Pause? Pray, pause, personalize. Oh, pray, pause, personalize. Yeah. That's, I think that's wonderful because if you're not doing that, then yeah, they're empty words. A lot of the time you can just recite them and that's our first. And without this framework, our prayers usually just end up being our wants and demands and with some praise thrown in. Yeah. It's like, oh, Lord, I love you. No. Love you so much, God. Even uh, with the I framework. Just, I, I just want <laughs> a job and a car and a uh, prayer over my dad's health. And uh, yeah. uh, I need this, that, and the other. And I love you. And amen. It's yeah. like, boy, there's a framework yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's funny because it does, it, it helps you every day realize how shallow you can be and how self-centered your prayers can be because like, I wouldn't have even said anything about other people in my prayer. And we kind of forget, ignore, uh, willfully forget that Jesus Christ said, command, you know, because there's that part where he says, do what I, uh, my commands. Mm -hmm. And you go, what commands? He goes, well, I say my commands very nicely. So you can kind of miss that they're commands. But they are commands. Just look for them. And here's a command. Right. 
pray then in this manner. Mm -hmm. Pray this way. That's, yeah. even if it's not a command, even if it's just a suggestion from the Son of God, uh, <laughs> it seems like it would really be worth taking that advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so you it's one of those few things where Jesus really clear, pray this way, format, not formula. Learn it, hang stuff on and, it. And I mean, I, the stuff that you've been saying, I think is all very reasonably intuitive the second that it lands in us and we go of course nobody wants lip service nobody wants to just hear a bunch of words to say words it's just wasting everybody's time we all want authentic connections and god's no different <laughs> you know he's the pinnacle of that he's like i only want that authenticity so yeah good stuff okay here's a here's a question let's shift gears a little bit okay. because uh this is something that i think comes up a lot why i think we supposed to be in here why don't we ever talk about his kingdom on this earth coming soon? Um, the reason I haven't is because there's, I think we all agree it is, but there's so many uh, theories on how that is to come. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, you know, the, and so... Well, we don't want to repeat the mistake like we were just saying. They're all like, oh, it's going to be this way. You're going to kill the Romans. We're going to do it this way. Exactly. And he, God is the master of, uh, I don't, what would you call that? Sort of not misdirection mm -hmm. or, you know, bait and switch, but he lets you believe so, something that seems like, oh, yeah, that's so how it's going to be. So as soon as someone can, can reasonably explain the book of Revelation and all its detail according to the rest of Scripture and nothing else, because Peter says, First Peter, uh, know this first of all, you believers, know this first of all, no prophecy is open to man's interpretation. And then we see in Revelation 19, 10 or 11, uh, the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Mm -hmm. Prophecy is his testimony. Now, Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. Now, this is the revelation God gave to Jesus to share with his bondservants about the things that will soon take place. Then you read further, and it's also about the things that were and the things that are and the things that will be. Well, Revelation are the Cliff's Notes mm -hmm. of all prophecy in the entire Bible. It's mm -hmm. over 350 quotes that, that someone has rearranged. And some stuck together. So when you see those beings around the throne, oh, those are the beings Ezekiel saw in his vision and the beings Isaiah saw in his vision, and they've combined them. Mm -hmm. And so don't go making something up about helicopters and grasshoppers and Mark of the Beast going to be a computer and, and a, injected. What's your scripture, bud? Well, nothing, just my vain imagination. You go, yeah, but have you not heard Mary's song when she had Jesus in her stomach? And she said, Lord, you've scattered the proud in the imaginations of their heart or imaginations of their mind? Heart. Heart, I think. We're scattered in the imagination of our heart. And then God talks about those who refuse to receive the love of wisdom. She calls out to us in Proverbs, by the way, and tells us if we love her, we'll dig for her in the word. But in, uh, what is it, 2 Thessalonians uh, 2, 10, somewhere there, uh, those who refuse to receive the love uh, of uh, the truth, um, God leads them to believe what is false so that they may continue in their judgment. What's their judgment? Being scattered in the imagination of their heart. Mm -hmm. So what I don't want to do is stick stuff together and teach on the imaginations of my heart. What I do want to do 
is completely understand every portion of the book of Revelation according to the Bible. And we're told how to do that and no one ever has. And the way you do that is, son of man, receive every word I've spoken into your heart and have ears to hear. There's also one I just heard at the end of Hosea in my car and I went, oh, add that to that because it was... Those with wisdom will receive my word, uh, will receive my words into their heart and, and hear something like yeah, that. Yeah. And, and everyone else it says, and everyone else is just going to be turned around. And it's like, yeah. okay, so I'm on year seven. Year seven? Year eight. Change. Yeah, I think you're I'm past on Year eight in my ongoing rest of my life pursuit to see if I can grab that brass ring before I die. I might die today. Running the race. Yeah, I'm running the race so as to win, which means I'm doing everything I can to stick every word in that Bible into my heart so that I simply know it. Not know what commentators think about it. Not make up stuff in my imagination about it. Do what it says. Load every word he's spoken in my heart and see if it does what he promises it'll do, which is he himself and no one else will rewrite it in your head and in your heart. And you're like, okay. So I just keep loading, keep loading, and keep goes, loading. And that goes for the whole Bible too, because I should say, um, you say revelation, like do you, you believe that that sort of has the uh, eschatology, the end of, you know, the uh, the kingdom coming, the, all of the end of the story in it. But, but I mean, I, I hear, uh, but, but more. Yeah, right, right, right. But we, we don't even... That assumption in and of itself is one of those things that I, I'm a little wary of the more, you know, critical I am of some of these things going, well, there's some things that sound like they're talking about end of the story stuff or story that already happened or back and forth. Well, and there's a right. lot of that. And the so, things and, and, that were, the things that are, the things that will be. Right. And so I don't want to take, which I think is a, a, a lot of people do, hey, Revelation's at the end of the book. It talks about a lot of crazy stuff that seems like it's in the future and magic and wizards and beasts I mean, and everything. So we're just going <laughs> to put it up there and say it goes like that. But... Yeah, like you say, they're talking about a lot. They're making a lot oh, of references. Look at Revelation to- chapter 12. We just talked about the star last Sunday. We talked about the star. What was that big sign in the heavens that they saw? Why don't you go read chapter 12 of Revelation? It just tells you. It's a little chapter about the great sign that appeared in the heavens. And then it tells you what it is. It's the woman, probably Virgo. She's the virgin. And she's got the clothes in the sun and the moon at her feet and 12 stars on her head. And then she gave birth to a son who was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And then he was caught up to the throne of God. And and then he defeated Satan and all of his angels. And uh, then something, something, I can't remember. But you read it and go, wait, well, this is just about Jesus. Wait, there's only one story about his birth where there's a big sign in the heavens. And are you really just telling us what it is? And there's been books written on it. It's just, right. So, and, and that right what there, was, there's what been, is, what will be. Right. And there's been books written on these books, plural, which uh-huh. means that we don't have it, which is one of those things that I love entertaining those things. I love, you know, with good scriptural basis going, do you think this is this? Do you think this is this? But the second that we can tell that it's my fingerprints, that my vain imagination that's starting to creep in and go, you know, it would be really great as if that meant, and then we'll... Now we're off and doing our own thing. So in harmonizing the Gospels, Mm -hmm. um, I got to a point where it became impossible without going back and looking up the Old Testament. And then the Old Testament unlocked the last pieces. And I was able to harmonize the Gospels without violating, without, you know, changing things, just letting them fall together. In doing that, it trained and taught me how to harmonize the Old Testament. I'm about what did I say, 1,500 pages into that now? Mm-hmm. Harmonizing the Old Testament so we can at least read it as one 
book. And in the process of that, just like the last two months, I've had Revelation playing over and over and over in my car. Uh, because blessed is anyone who hears these words. Why? Because then when you're reading the Old Testament, which now I've switched back to the Old Testament, oh my goodness, when Isaiah says, you know, the, uh, talking about the shepherd, uh, his, uh, his reward is with him and his work before him, you go, what? That's the ending of Revelation. And the uh, stars fought in their courses and they fought Sisera. Uh, that something of old, you go, wait, that's the, the stars fighting in heaven, but that, that's Barak and his 10,000 uh, Israelites that came down from Mount Tape. Wait a minute, Israelites are called the multitude of the stars. I'll make your people like stars. It's the Israelites that fought against this guy, mm -hmm. and so the stars are fighting. And anyway, my point being, the promise is receive every word I've spoken into your heart, you have ears to hear. Yeah. Until then. So here's my new, here's what I think about the Bible. I think the Bible is like watching the longest, slowest movie ever made, most complicated movie ever created. But so worth it. And if you simply sit through it until you understand it, God will make that movie in your head mm -hmm. and in your heart. What happens is, we're done. That's enough of that. And so we simply leave the theater and go, here's how I think it's going to end here. I saw enough pieces. I can figure, I, I'm done waiting for it to make sense. I'm just right. going to make some sense of it and start teaching it. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm very, very uh, leery of and weary from. And so I am literally spending all of my time trying to understand the kingdom that's coming. Mm -hmm. I don't want to teach vain imaginations. There's just all so much arguing out about what it is. We know it is. We're looking forward to it. it right now, it doesn't help to sit and speculate. What does help is to talk about the kingdom that came mm -hmm. and now resides in our heart. Mm -hmm. And if we can get enough hearts in that kingdom, mm -hmm. that's going to usher in yeah, and to work together. That's one of the characteristics I love about this church is that's we're working toward that understanding. We're working toward that total, but we're not going to stop and say we have it. And that is right. oh, it's just such a, a uh, I don't know, it's a desire of our hearts. We want it done. We're impatient. You know, we want the shortcut. We want it easy. And so I love that we're just kind of grinding it out and going, I'm going to watch the movie. Let's all watch the movie together. Let's watch it. Don't start saying he's the murderer, <laughs> you know. And, and don't misunderstand me. When I'm talking about I'm eight years in and I plan on doing this the rest of my life or whatever till I die, I'm not saying, and it's hopeless because you could never comprehend it all. And so I'm just going to die in the midst of it and be happy. No, I wouldn't be happy. But if that's God's will, I will submit to that. But... Right. I've already in eight years, I have seen so much of it start coming together, but I don't want to take those prematurely because mm -hmm. I know they're not complete. I'm looking at it going, well, that looks like maybe I have another, you know, I don't want to guess years, but, but a handful of years, 10 years for sure. It's like, yeah. it, it's coming together. Things that never made sense before are making sense. And so when one, one scripture says, uh, uh, you know, and I'm just, this is as a, for example, it's not something I'm teaching, but behemoth in Job, where it says, now behemoth was created when you were created, Job, and he eats grass like an ox. And then you look for other scriptures. Okay, what else in scripture? Eats, or, or you used to listen to scripture. Right. And all of a sudden what jumps out is when they make that golden calf, and so they change their glory, you know, Job's people. So uh, they change their glory into that of an ox that eats grass. 
they did. And then when he brings them into the promised land, uh, the kings all get upset because look at all of Israel. They're going to lick up all the grass like an ox that eats it. It's like, Mm -hmm. so all of a sudden those things just start presenting. Now you go, but wait, is that, are they behemoth? And what are you trying to say? The trick is to not do that. The trick is to simply go, hmm, behemoth eats grass like an ox. They change their glory into that of an ox that eats grass because they worship the golden calf. Oh, the, the, the wicked kings that saw them coming into the promised land were afraid they would lick up the grass like an ox. Okay, those are now in my heart. And because they kind of connect to each other, and that's all the further I take them, yeah. they'll stay. Right, you've got a picture. I've got a picture. And so now, uh, you know, when, uh, like just uh, this morning, I have it playing in my bathroom, uh, the Minor Prophets. And so it just, I turn on the lights and on it comes. And it's talking about Ephraim. And Ephraim, his glory flies away on that day like a, like a bird. And I go, well, that's interesting. His glory flies like a bird. Their glory is like, but his glory was like an ox. Now his glory is flying away like a bird. And I think Revelation, and I saw a bird flying through the sky with the eternal gospel. And I'm going, is that the bird that's flying away? Is that a good bird or a bad bird? I don't know. But I got the bird, and then I'm going, wait, there's a living creature with four faces, and one's an ox, and one's a bird. Right, right. <laughs> so what I'm not doing is going insane and grabbing those and trying to teach them. What I am doing is continuing in this pursuit to put every word. All I want, I've said it before, I only want to know it as well as I know the Brady Bunch or Gilligan's Island. That's it. <laughs> because if I knew that Bible as well as I used to know those two shows. <laughs> Which is already to a sickening degree. <laughs> it's more than a lot of people know any show. But yes, exactly. Boy, there's a it's, long answer to that question. It's, it is what we know what we love. I mean, that's what love is, right? Giving it our attention, our devotion, our time. So about preaching on the coming kingdom, it's of no value at this point because it's all speculation. We should look forward to it. We should hearken it to be by receiving his word and helping people come into his kingdom but it's and, and, and assert the general things that we know that are not subject to change like it exists is a destiny for us you know like that there are there are uh, elements of it that we can know that and, the, it, and I promise you this the minute I have the moment I have uh, the scriptural reasonable answer for everything in the book of Revelation I will teach it. I'll, I'll let the whole world know. <laughs> That's worth it right there to stick around. I'll tell you what. Hey, my goodness, you want to talk about the mark of the beast and you can calculate the number. That one was simple. That's, that's, that Ooh. presented itself. It's all We're, scripture. Yep. It's all in there. You yeah. can, it calculates it for you in scripture, but you start using your imagination. Go looking for it, looking in the wrong places. Yes. We'll come back to that. This is funny. No, this let's is, not come back to that. This is a, no, I mean in another month. Um, <laughs> This is from uh, this is from Emily uh, Rents, who is one uh, who graduated last year and is off at college. Uh, just smart as a whip. Love the Rents family; they're awesome. And she's saying, you know, this whole talk about Revelation reminds me what I've learned in one of my classes last quarter. In uh, in my class, we talked about Revelation being an apocalyptic book, and meaning of the apocalypse is just reveal 
scrolling, which blew my mind. I remember having that too. And I think that's one of those things that we got to remember. Oh, and this is, well, my New Year's goals are going to be to learn Hebrew and Greek. I really want to know them because we get so used to those uh, meanings that are kind of like attached by our culture or other people or teachers mm -hmm. to what they mean. But if I knew that when we're talking about the apocalypse, oh my goodness, it's the apocalypse, that it just meant the revealing, mm -hmm. the uncovering, the, I would sure see things a whole lot different. And it's awfully funny that that's what it's come to mean is like that, that, that feels as though we say, oh, because it's the end of things once you know everything. And I go, well, that's a different... Right. That's a, well, a different and, so, and so there's no contradiction when you hear Peter or Paul talking about uh, Christ rising in your heart, revealing himself in your heart, and then being revealed in the clouds and on a throne. It's like... There's different revelations that come in different time periods. And Christ came and revealed himself to mankind. And then when he rose from the dead, it was a whole other revelation that's out of this world. about. And then the coming into our heart. And then, of course, there's a coming kingdom where he's going to sit on a throne. And, and so. Somebody said, what about Revelation 1-3, which is the, the blessing, the blessed who, uh, is he who reads. And or hears. Those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. Mm-hmm. See, when we read that, we go, well, now it's been 2,000 years. But see, when you read further and you start putting, you, you take the whole book of Revelation, it makes it very clear. It breaks into three categories. The things that were, the things that soon will be, and the things that are coming at the end. And so it can say things like that, uh, because it's talking about three different things. And so you're blessed because there is something that is soon coming when it was written. And I, I assume and believe that it was the destruction of Jerusalem uh, that was about to come. And the things that were, I assume and believe at this point, were about the ministry of Jesus Christ. You know, like the, the sign in the heavens and then uh, he conquered and salvation now reigns on earth and Okay, here's a question. I like this question a lot because I've we've had a lot of discussions about this uh -oh. very question. No, Time's we've, already, up. We've, already, <laughs> we've already touched on it too. Do you think it's helpful to speculate sometimes with the knowledge that you're in the process of working it out without a complete understanding? Because I'll say, okay. I know that I've taken this stance a lot where I, when we kind of go back and forth as to where that line is, where is it my vain imagination and where is it just rearranging pieces to get a better look at it and saying, do these go together? Does this make sense? See, and, and you and John, Pastor John, and you helped me with this a lot because where I, where I go off track is when I have to write a sermon. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't feel like I have all the pieces. And so I, I'm, I'm working on a sermon, and then I've heard this and this, and I want to bring it in. And you guys will go, but do those go, do you know those go together? Is that for right. this? And it's like, oh, I think so. I'm not, then I'm not sure. Um, and then sometimes I help you mm -hmm. uh, because. It's probably uh, like, I found this word and this word. I think they're the same. And you're like, listen, calm down. That word is all um, over the place. I think iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. I think it's wonderful to sit and converse about Scripture. And have you seen this? And have you noticed this? And what in the world does this mean? You know, Job, what is it, chapter 27, 6 there, where he hung the earth in Sheol. And when? Future? Before? Where does that fit? 
for the purpose of looking for things together, mm -hmm. not for the purpose of creating a new branch of theology. Right, and sometimes, because you can kind of uh, follow some rabbit trails, and it seems like it's, it's just a slippery slope, because you can have some really solid connections and go, wow, there is a clear parallel between this story and this story. And then you just hang it in there uh, to see if it bears out uh, but, over the months. But you will even, because we've had this where you go, and that's triggering some scriptural knowledge that I have in there. So I'll go look it up and it's a fragment. You know, I'm like, I, it feels like it goes there, but I don't know. So I might put a thumb in that <laughs> and then put a thumb in another one. And before you know it though, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I have a bunch of those thoughts and scriptures just kind of bouncing around in there. and. Every once in a while you go, did I just, did I connect them or did they connect themselves? Like, did I just make up a thing that binds them all together because they sure seem like a thing? And I go, and there you have it, you know, it was in Galatia. And I go, no, I think I, I made that. And it's just, it's tricky. See, I it's, think, I, and so I really do believe uh, that that is a big warning that he scatters the proud in the imagination right. of their heart. And we are acting proud the moment we think that we can absolutely 100% uh, know something that we're piecing together from his word without knowing his whole word. If there are things that he has absolutely stated to us and said to us, then it's faith to trust those. Mm -hmm. That's not that. Right, right. We put our faith in him. But when it comes to that being with the four faces and yeah. go, oh, Israel, they eat grass like that's They're the face of the ox. That is putting your trust in your own limited because I saw something that matches. See, now that's how he, I think that's how he scatters the proud in the imaginations of their heart. Because the gauntlet that we're called to walk through, armed with all of the obvious, and there's loads of them, uh, tr statements and truisms and guidance from his spirit and his word, armed with all of that. Mm -hmm. And once you're armed with all of that. Now, just start putting that word in your heart. Put it in your heart. And the gauntlet is, don't you try to take things go, oh, this is an ox and that's an ox. They're the ox. Because I do believe that once you get out into what I'll call the deep waters, where I want the whole thing to make sense, don't put anything together until the whole thing, it's a theory, mm -hmm. presents itself and comes together. Right. If it doesn't, then it wasn't meant to be right now. It's not God's timing. But I am a firm believer that the day will come, his timing, when his word will all come together and we will understand the whole word. That might be when Jesus yeah. himself comes back and shows it. Yeah, right, right. But until then, I'm going to run the race. It doesn't say run the race and win. As if. It says run <laughs> the race as if to yeah. win. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, and I think um, also one of the great uh, practices you can add, because I have to imagine <laughs> in my heart that this is a prayer that God has to love and honor, which is to say, and if I'm wrong, if I'm going down the wrong path, stop it. You know, like help me to see that, put a dead end somewhere, <clears throat> just pull me back because I want to be following your truth. And so I have to, I, I would imagine he'd go, Thank you for asking, you know, mm -hmm. like, let me get you out of the And uh, if your idea. goal is simply to know his word. Right. And not try to make it come together. 
Well, but it's a natural. I mean, like you oh, say, because oh, you say, I like, know, hey, it's guard my heart. We just read it, and it just starts. We, we're not even trying, but I start to make a story. Mm-hmm. I start to make those pictures. And so sometimes I think we can not even consciously be like, I got it worked out. And so to pray that prayer, though, and just be like, if I got a bad picture, if I got some misinformation in there, help me to, like, ferret it out and weed it out. For instance, uh, you know, Jesus sows the word of God. Mm-hmm. And then there's this prophecy about the day when the reaper will overtake the sower. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the write this, write my words on tablets so those who read may run. And then there is, in the Minor Prophets, the word of God runs throughout the land. And so then you have Paul saying, I'm running this race to win. Mm-hmm. Well, who's in the race? Well, the word of God and the one who reads the word of God. And the word of God is sown, but the reaper is going to overtake it. I think Jesus was the reaper that overtook the word. I'm going to stop. But that's just. Look, somebody did gently say, are there any more questions from the people? Good question. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is it's it's dangerous stuff because it's exciting, and I know we can get off and. Uh, Any more questions for the people? I'm looking. Uh, well, serious questions. Somebody did say, so are we going to sing Amazing Grace to the tune of Gilligan's Island now? Oh. Because you can. You can. <laughs> Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. Right? What? I know. Isn't that that's something? I don't know what it is, but it's something. No, you changed the melody and first. Colin Colin did it once. I threatened to fire him. He did it again. (laughs) I didn't really threaten. It was kind of just half joking. Well, I'll actually. It's time to go. I'll throw it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, I won't throw it out. Rescinded. No more. If you have a question, if you have a question, you you have like ten seconds. Get it in. That's right. That's it. But uh, otherwise, we have. No, no, we have, it, mostly it's people with just good reports saying, uh, praise God, he's in control. By the way, I stuff. thought Colin did a great job this morning. Thank you, Colin. Oh. That was wonderful. Oh, yes, agreed, agreed. <laughs> Calm down, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Colin. Uh, um, <laughs> but actually, this was a, this was a great question that I, I was going to come back to. And I'm going to find it for you right now. My family and I have been listening or watching services for several months now and are interested in becoming members and are wondering what we need to do. So this oh. is a new uh, Online, frontier yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah, like so like if we... I love this idea. I love expanding to all, you know, growing our uh, family across the world. And so um, we will... We're working Make on- a note. Make a note. Let's uh, figure out if that's something we can do online. Sure. And how mm-hmm. how that would happen. And uh, yeah, we're working on a website. And what membership so. means, and is that something that you can do right. online? And right. Well, I say yes, a hundred percent. I think it's wonderful. Uh, it's a wonderful opportunity because there, there's just going to be a. I mean, it's the burgeoning frontier that we're going to live in. Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll look at that. We do have. I was going to use that as an opportunity to say. Know that there is, and I don't want to like tease it too much to get everybody's hopes up, but we are going to uh, update our online presence, have a good website that maybe we'll have. New website coming. Uh, membership, you know, stuff in it stuff. and everything. We'll, we'll work it out, but thank you. Welcome. We love to have you, and oh, tell your friends because it's going to be exciting. Okay, okay I'm going to cut us over, off. We're way over time. We're way over time. Everybody needs to go see the Seahawks. Love y'all. Up the first seed. See you next Sunday. Love you. We'll see you next Sunday. Bye, guys. Bye.